The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Friday, Friday, Friday. Time to close out another summer of 93 at 30 week uh, with a music video. It's a summer of 93 at 30. And returning here, you saw him a lot at the beginning of summer. We're closing in on the end of it, but we have Mr. David Banks once more. Thank you, sir. How are you doing? I am doing good. It's been a long, long summer, and I'm very happy with how it's turned out and had a lot of fun. Uh, David, the movies from this week, from Monday. Let's see if you've seen any of these. Searching searching for Bobby Fischer. I've seen that. I've seen that a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Chess movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it since, but I did see that. Ben Kingsley, Joe Montana, Lawrence Fishburne, good stuff. I don't know why I watched it though. <laughs> I, I have no was, idea. I think it came highly acclaimed. Uh, like I think that's possibly it. Um, Hearts and Souls. Have you seen that one? No, I did not see that one. All right. Who's uh, in that one? By the Ro- way, Robert Downey Jr., Kira Sedwick, uh, Charles Grodin. Uh, oh, uh, 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 shoot. Um, he just got Tom Sizemore, uh, Alfrey Woodard, and oh, Elizabeth Shue. And Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Yep. It. It's about uh, these people that die on a like bus crash, and they're all like stuck in some purgatory. Uh, this baby that was being born that was near the crash, and they the baby can see them, but um, no one else can. And then like he grows up, he becomes Robert Downey Jr., and like mm. he tries to help. Of course, make them make amends for things that they left when they died before they go to heaven, uh, and they can take over his body. And he does weird stuff, including an Alfred Woodard impression. Uh, oh, but yeah, there's that. So they're also the secret. That sounds Gar- familiar. I think I saw the trailer to that. That sounds very familiar. Gotcha. The Secret Garden. Yeah. Did you watch that one? No, I didn't. But I. I- <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> I, uh, I I used to work at Target uh, okay. back in the day, and I used to work in the, the entertainment department. I would stop the the movie. Oh, I was at, that, that was, was me at Circuit City, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was one movie that I had to stop daily because really? it, I, yeah yeah back then in in Target they always had the little slots for the for the DVDs, mm-hmm. and it was always like five to a slot. So I would always have to put Secret Garden, and that's in well that after slide. it came out too. Well after it came out, wow! That, that, that is one that sticks out. It was every night I had to restock that movie. It's a that well five dollar movie. Gotcha. It's a well made children's movie shot by Roger Deakins. So I guess that's probably why it was so popular. But I will never forget it. All right. Never forget that. 
Our main movie for Monday, though, was Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Oh, Jesus Christ. Did you see that one? Yeah. The body yes. swapping one? Yeah. You're not a fan? Yes. No. No. It, ha- it has my favorite no. kill of the entire series. Which one was that? So in the unrated cut, the one that came to yeah. VHS, um, the people are, are fornicating in the tent, and she's mm-hmm. on top of him. And you see from the guy below and her, and yeah. the guy and Jason is in the the guy who ate the heart at the beginning, the uh, the the um, corner, and he picks up like a yeah. spike. There's like a spike from like the tent, like spike, and it comes like all of a sudden you see it come right through her, and he rips it up, and she splits it like in half, and it's uh, really gory. Okay. Caught me by surprise, like oh my god! So that has always been my favorite kill of the whole series, but it's not in the uh, theatrical cut. The theatrical cut, he he wanders toward the tent and it fades. It's like, oh uh, yeah, I I saw that in the theater uh, because it, it it was so hyped that oh Jason's gonna new, die, yeah, Jason's gonna die, and this was off the heels of, of, of Freddie dying, yep, and everything. So he's like, oh my god, two iconic, you know figures are mm-hmm. dying i i never forget J, uh, freddie's hand coming out grabbing the mask and pull it back down to him and i you know i didn't like that movie yeah. <laughs> nah, a lot of people don't um but i'm guessing you liked the second uh janet jackson video we're doing this summer if from Bro. The, from the it's the second single from janet and she has Bro. been like the the goddess of summer here because uh we have you know she has a big album that comes out and she has got music videos uh that are doing well and is the star of a number one movie poetic justice uh this summer as well which delivers another hit uh single too so she is just making her way i think she had some tv appearance or something like just larger than life this year this was like the breakout year for janet jackson um this one, uh, if peaked at number four on the Hot 100, it was certified gold. Uh, number three on the R&B hip hop chart. Number one on the Hot Dance Club play chart. Uh, the video won best female video and best dance video at the VMAs. Um, thoughts on the song and Janet? I'll let you go with it because I've talked Janet at the very beginning of the summer. But let's hear David Banks on Janet Jackson and Janet Jackson was the reason for every young man's wet dream back in 1993. And I am no exception. This, this was my wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I was married to Janet uh, secretly. Oh, do you remember the album cover to Janet? Yeah. No, it's the one with the hole in the boobs. Yeah. 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 It was her then husband, um, I forget his name, but yeah, he was. It was the Rolling Stone cover, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it was very, very provocative, you know. And yeah, you know, you, you know, a lot of people don't know. You know what Janet said on the shoot on the, on, on that uh, photo shoot. You know what she said? What? She said, "You think this is something? The breasts just have to come." Oh, you get it? You get it? see what I did there? You see I see what I did there. Yep, I see what yeah. I did there. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Bad, very bad. Okay. Um, she like yeah, because this is I mean every pop star has the, like the female pop stars when they discover their sexuality, look out. 
Man, right? like man. some of the best is yet to come too. Like you know, Madonna, uh, you know, from Madonna to like Miley Cyrus, like that's just it's yeah. a thing that you, you it, it, get it is a very. Thing. They start very young. They start discovering themselves. And they have this breakout that freaks freaks people the fuck out. But you're getting some yes. great material there. Like you're, I mean, I'm not yes. just like I'm not talking like eye candy, but I'm talking like just this like transcendence of um, from youth to adulthood and stuff like that, and discovery of oneself delivers some really hardcore material. If there's one word that I can associate with Janet Jackson, that is evolution. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 have known Janet as 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 a people, as you know, everybody as audiences mm-hmm. we've we've watched her grow up before i you know from her you can look it up on youtube her first appearance on the jackson's variety show back in the 70s yeah. as a little girl and with her growing up and being on as penny on good times from there being on another popular television show fame and different strokes yeah and and then her becoming with her first album, her first album really didn't do so well. Um, but she was still just like all the Jacksons, you know, everybody's very familiar with her brothers and especially Michael, mm-hmm. but they were all still sort of uh, encapsulated in, in Joe Jackson's arms, right. their father. And Janet just wanted to seek control over her life. Yeah. And that is when she hooked up with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. I'm sorry, I'm going off and giving you a little, uh, stop stop me whenever you want to. All good. But, you know, of course, everybody knows Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis come from up under the learning tree of Prince. And... Janet went up there to Minnesota to record her first, or to, not her first, but her second album, Control. And I will never forget the story that Janet always tells about Joe Jackson telling Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, he said, don't have my baby singing like Prince. Mm. But, yeah. So when they went up there and recorded Control, it was a major, major hit. It put Janet on the map with like nasty boy and, yeah. and what have you done for me lately and control and so forth and so on. And then from there you jump to rhythm nation, 1814 in 89, 90, I believe. And that was up to that date, her most, well, her best selling album to that day. And, it, and that spawned hit after hit, after hit after hit and if you remember the last music video i believe that came out for that album mm-hmm. is love will never do without you and that's when janet kind of changed her look yeah she dyed her hair she was showing more skin it was more sexy it was more sensual it was a prelude to this album it was the, and, the bridge yeah it was the bridge to this album and when this album dropped, it showed a completely different side of Janet, a more sexy, a more sensual, mm-hmm. a more free-looking Janet Jackson on the heels of her Poetic Justice movie debut, yeah. which I totally love, which is in one of my favorite movies of all time. 
and yeah. and and that's where we are now with this with this video is right. I I before like with her like visibly and stuff, like she seemed like an extension of of Michael. The way they had they had the military yeah. looking outfits, things like yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and uh, style of songs. Uh, felt like you know Michael was the general, she was like a sergeant, right. or something, you know, like. But yeah. um, this is no. I am going to be me. And she's like trying to write her own material, all sorts of stuff just to be independent. Um, but yeah, the, and then we, you know, if being the second single shows a completely different side, uh, than the, the first song, which we talked about, um, in the first episode of the summer series. Um, this is a bit heavier, more dance. Um, the, mm-hmm. the video we have, uh, is directed by Dominic Cena. Uh, he is a, a music video director. He did a few Janet videos prior and also worked with Richard Marks, Pizadora, E.G. Daly, Sting, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, later this summer here, uh, a few episodes from now, um, he directs the film California with a K starring Brad Pitt and David Duchovny. Um, and then after that, he did The God in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage and Angelina mm-hmm. Jolie and um, Swordfish, that mm-hmm. one with Holly Berry and John Travolta, Hugh Jackman, and he does Whiteout with Kate Beckinsale and Season of the Witch with Nicolas Cage. So yeah, that's who's uh, at the helm here. It definitely has some stylish f- flourishes to this one as well. I, I remember this uh, video in particular. I know we talked previous about the... Um... MTV being at the apex mm-hmm. and they, I know we talked previous about a little show that they had hosted by Bill Bellamy called MTV jams. Yep. I remember MTV jams being shot on, in, on the location of this video and interviewing Janet and her background dancers and everything, which, you know, no shout out to, to Janet for folk for giving some shine to her background dancers too. Her background dancers became pseudo celebrities in the yeah. process. Well, Jennifer Lopez and, was one in the previous video. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you look at her videos during this time, her background dancers always had shots, you know, solely on them and speaking parts and everything. And, and this was Janet and in her prime, like she could not be touched in right. 1993. She owned this year yeah you know when mt when mtv does a concert special on location in cincinnati which was hosted by john north and bill bellamy i believe um during her i think was the opening of her u.s tour if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. in 93 they was actually on location and did a special yeah and at in in the venue and I, i remember watching that and and learning so much more about, particularly about this video and about the tour and, and Janet and everything like that. I mean, this was Janet at her height. Right before now, she had signed with Virgin Records, and she was the highest paid recording artist ever. I think it was like $40 million at the mm. time that she signed. Nobody was getting paid. Not even Michael was getting paid that much at the time. He was Damn. on Epic. So, I mean, that shows you how big Janet was coming off of Rhythm Nation, and 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 with this album, this I, I went and bought this album myself. Yeah, I played this on constant rotation. I love this album. Every every song was a hit. 
Yeah, it, it had a lot of singles. That's back when you could keep selling the you sold the albums played longer uh, back back yeah. in the day in terms of marketing them. You give a good two years or so with with the material. Um, this so this video freaked people out, I guess, because they they made an alternate <laughs> cut of it called the all dance version, which only focuses on the choreography. Um, yeah, because I, I I'm guessing because like you remember like. Uh, you know, you go to a store in the mall, like a fashion store, and they play music videos in the background. So I imagine it was done yeah. for this or something like for that reason or whatever. But this has a very uh, like Hong Kong vibe to it. Um, there's a guy trying to get in a club, be rejected. Um, it's got a, it's like this cool place with this huge stage because you got to get mm-hmm. all the backup dancers on there. Um, and she plays yeah, yeah. it. It's like very Asian looking nightclub. There's, um, I guess one of the things like, it's one of the first things to show touchscreen technology or something. in it, um, it had web cameras to monitor interactions of patrons, lots of TV screens, big choreographed dance number, a lot of sexy stuff going on in the in-betweens. Uh, there's a really cool breakdown in the song too. I thought, Uh, Mm um, but yeah, um, it was was very big brother. esque. Yeah, it, it was like no matter where you at in that club, you can see the performance, and they had the TV screens everywhere. Yeah, and you can like get a massage, and you seeing Janet dancing or something else going on with the TV screens. It it, it was voyeuristic, if that's if I'm right. Saying yeah, that yeah, word, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's even a part where a guy like comes out of like a TV screen to like massage a woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a woman done in male makeup as well in here. It's all sorts yep. of like crazy, fetishy, uh, very interesting stuff. And that, of course, like, you know, kids watching it then are just like, huh, interesting. Parents watching it there are like, what is going on here? You know, like. Have you, have you, have you like just uh, looked at the lyrics to the song? No, no, not really. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, I have to read this to you. Do so it. The, the, I'm not- so this is just a, a little bar from it. So it says, you, you, okay, you on the rise as you touch on my thighs and you let me know what you like. If you like, I'll go down to down, down, down to down, down. I'll hold you in my hand and maybe your smooth and shiny feels so good against my lip sugar. I want you so bad I can taste your love right now, baby. Oh, wow. If I am I not mistaken, is she talking about giving some guy a blowjob? It sounds like it. But it's funny, like <laughs> we like. I love this woman. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of like? You hear this sounds like nobody's thinking about this. It's right there. It's right in front of you. You're singing along. You're doing hey. stuff, but you feel like a moment, and you don't realize it. Like I, it reminds me of this time I was with a friend of mine. Uh, her and I were, uh, and this was like. I was an adult. I was in my 30s. So, like, um, mm-hmm. we were going to lunch at work, and there was this new... Do you remember, like, locally here, for those listening, David and I are both in Indianapolis, they they started this, like, classic hip-hop station here yeah, yeah, in yeah, Indianapolis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were, like, so I put it on, and, like, number one stunner by the Big Timers came on, <laughs> and we were like, oh, yeah, stunner. yeah. We, and then we, like... Years later, decide. Oh, I I hear what they're saying now, and it's like, oh, this is like, oh, I oh, okay, oh, okay, that's oh, well, that's that's yeah. interesting. But like, we used to just like we go to the club 
Or like, you know, the bar in town they had a dance floor and it played just like, oh, you're driving around like just yeah, the da 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 and you sing the you sing it because it, it's it's fun to to say or whatever. And right. then and then you like then you like stop to pay attention or look at it on paper, you're like, oh or something like that, you yes. know? Like, yes, yeah. I know with this particular song, I remember listening to it back then. I couldn't understand what she was like, but she would say it so fast. Yeah, you know, and I couldn't. You couldn't read the lyrics. I, yeah. I, I think the only way that you knew the lyrics is on the back, is in the inside the CD case where you unfolded the, the liner notes. Right yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And but I didn't read that. I, but I couldn't understand what she's saying until recently. Yeah. Until actually, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all hands to God. I was preparing for the show. Yeah, and I was like, let me read with the lyrics here, and I see what she's saying. I was like, oh my gosh, she's giving. She's talking about giving some dude a blowjob. Congratulations, <laughs> man. Jesus Christ. You know, I'm trying to sing this song at like 13 years old, man. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Well, that's the thing. You're you're young and you're oblivious, and you're not putting that together. You're like, oh, okay, well. And I, no, you no, you have no clue. Yeah, you have no, no clue. But I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoyed every second of it. I'm not gonna lie. Janet was my. I told you she was my wife. I love yep. everything she did. Everything she did, and. And I think what again her song again from the uh, Poetic Justice soundtrack, which is on this album, that won an Oscar, didn't it, or was it nominated? I think it was nominated. I think it was nominated. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. That's yeah. But yeah, she had it. Just summer is just like huge for her, because um, yeah, movie, big album, lots of music yeah. video play tour, like it is. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. She, and if you if you look at her in interviews, man, she she seemed more. How can I explain? She seemed more open mm-hmm. and and more and more. She was having fun. It was like she was finally having fun because she felt like she broke away from everything, which is I think the word on the street is why she named the album Janet because she didn't want to have Jackson on the end. She's like, this is me. This is Janet. Right. No, that's what it's Janet. And there's a period there. And she, that's, yeah. well, that's why it's there is like, yeah. Yeah. That's what they, she, 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 she was like, you know what? I, I'm me. I'm not, I don't want to be connected to Michael. I don't want to be connected to my father or to the family. Mm-hmm. I'm my own person. And, and this is me. This is who I am. And she, it, it shows. So, it shows in everything she did. So, um, nominated along with again from Poetic Justice for the 66th Academy Awards were uh, "Wink and Smile" by Mark Shaman and Ramsey McLean from Sleep- "Sleepless in Seattle," um, "Philadelphia" from Philadelphia by Neil Young, uh, "The Day I Fall in Love" uh, from Beethoven Second. <laughs> by James mm. Ingram, Clint wow. Magnus, and Carol Bear-Signer. Uh, yeah, that's that's funny, the sequel to Beethoven. But the winner, uh, what again lost to was Streets of Philadelphia from Philadelphia, Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen. That's right. So, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Springsteen got his Oscar. Um, Wonderful so movie, Star Trek. But yeah. but yeah, so I mean, she was hitting on all cylinders. At this point, and, and it was like at this point, nobody really associated her with the family. You know, well, they associated with her with the family, but 
they didn't put her in that bracket in there. She was her own person. Yeah. And she, she, what, she come back a couple of years later and do scream with Michael. Yes. Yes, she did. Back together. Yeah. And that was their first and only duet, mm-hmm. which is surprising. They, they never had one before never had one after. And, you know, they, talking about the Jacksons, man, it, it, it's such a talented, talented family, you know, along with Michael and Janet. You know, Jermaine had a very mm-hmm. successful career. Um, Reby and Latoria came out with albums. And, of course, we know about the, the brothers all together, the Jacksons and the Jackson Five. And it, it, the, the whole family is just super super talented and it just happened that Janet the baby of the bunch just had an equally successful career as Michael did which many people thought would be unheard of mm-hmm. nobody thought that you know anybody could reach the height of Michael Jackson Janet was right there and and I think this was during the time where Michael had dangerous out yeah at the yep same this time. was dangerous this is dangerous yeah and See, and so she was rivaling, you know, Michael and that. And you know, we all talk about um, what is it, nine degrees of separation, or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, John Singleton directed Poetic Justice. Right, I think it was right after or right before he did. Remember the time with Michael Jackson? Yeah. So it, it it all connects. It 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 all connects. Yeah, you mentioned yeah, Jermaine Jack Jermaine like he had a good eighties. Uh like I think yeah. he just the nineties show up and then he just he he sort of phased, but he was up there. He wasn't Michael. Yeah, he, he wasn't Michael, but no. yeah, yeah. He was he had some big time all he had some all timers there and some humongous hits. Yeah, he yeah he had some big hits, and then and was a really I think her biggest hit was called Centipede, back in the early eighties. Um, I can't remember what Latoria's was. No, forgive me, uh, but uh, I think she had maybe one or two albums out before all the controversy with her. But be though as it may, the whole family again is super talented, and you cannot deny their impact on music right. at all. They will go down in history as maybe the gold standard and you know family acts and along with the Osmonds. Maybe I mean they delivered one of the most successful boy bands of all time and solo a yeah. slew of solo acts that changed like transcended music. <laughs> with yeah, two, yeah. Two, two two of which the children were some of the biggest pop like. Michael Jackson, King of Pop, Icon, something like that. But, like, Janet is not far behind that. Like, Man, you know, a lot of people, especially nowadays, do not give this woman her flowers. Like, I think that acts like people like Beyonce, Rihanna, Lady Gaga even, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift even, you know, should all bow down at the altar of Janet Jackson. Because when you went to a Janet Jackson concert or saw Janet Jackson perform, it was in that same vein as Michael's. Like, you didn't just go to a concert. Yeah. You didn't go to a show. You had an experience. Right. And and I went to a Michael Jackson concert right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, oh, Market Square Arena, 
March of 1988, the Bad Tour. Oh, it was yes. I'm telling you, it was an experience. Dirty Diana. Oh. I'm telling you, I will never forget it. He started off with uh, "You Want to Be Starting Something," and he ended with "Man in the Mirror." Oh wow! And nowadays, okay. nowadays, people have opening acts. Yeah, they have people opening up for him. This man performed for damn near two and a half hours with just him. They had a halftime in the middle, but it was just that man. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget that concert. And along with Janet, you had an experience of a concert. It was big. It was elaborate. It was show-stopping, dancing everywhere, nonstop. You got your money's worth. Yeah. Whether you was up in the front row or way up in the cheap seats, which I was during that Michael Jackson concert. <laughs> but it was money well spent, and I will never forget that. There we go. Well, that's a good place to take us out on, David. That That's good. Michael Jackson concert. Oh. Not a lot of people could say that anymore. Um, no, no. But it, it's crazy, too, though. You watch, I watched concerts of his on TV, and you see people crying their eyes out and all sorts of stuff. Like, it was a... That man had never, such an impact on people. You will never see that again. You will never see that again. Yeah. And and along with Janet, you will never see her likeness again. That's why she deserves her praise. She deserves her flowers, as I said before, because mm-hmm. this woman was extraordinary. And not only with this one, but with the albums to come. Velvet Rope was a few years after this. Yeah, and she had hits off of that one too. Yep. So she deserves everything that she needs to get. Yep, for sure. But uh, David, this is officially this is now your wrap on the Eighty Three Thirty. I'm done. I'm uh, done. I've already recorded the episode that's after this one, <laughs> so we know okay. that's coming as well. And and then I know who's doing the uh, final one of the music videos, so they should be safe. Um, but uh, t- <laughs> till the next time you appear on here, where can people keep up with you? Uh, you can look me up on social media. I'm David Banks on Facebook. You can look me up on Instagram at AquariusMade80. And uh, soon... Soon, soon, you will hear me on the podcast again with uh, a new show that I am currently developing. Actually, two shows I'm currently developing. Um, I know most people are like, "Oh, he had a he had a podcast." Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> a long time ago, I had I you know you know I, I joke with Brandon uh, a lot about this, and it's like I had a show, but you know I was he was a guest on my show. The last episode I did, he was a guest on mine. Mm-hmm. And this one, he was developing this show, the Brandon Peters show. And after the first episode dropped, I quit. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I, I can't compete with this. I'm done. This is so good. I'm done. I'm retired. No more. I'm hanging up my microphone. And I did for for what well, you've been doing this for three years, right? Three. Yeah, years. this is my third year. Before it'll hit four years since it started, or no. Starting twenty twenty, so this is I'm currently in year yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quit. I was done because after I heard this, I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not that good. <laughs> so, but yeah, it took me three years to regain the confidence and the passion. So there you go. I'm it was, it was always there. It was always there. It was all yeah. It was it was deep. It was deep. 
but this is yeah, great. I got it out. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brave4QHD, written work at YSOBlue.com. Monday is one of the episodes I've been looking most forward to for uh, summer of 93 at 30. Uh, we are talking Hard Target, Surf Ninjas, Manhattan Murder <laughs> Mystery, and King of the Hill, not the cartoon, the D- Steven Soderbergh film. Uh, you won't want to miss it as the summer of 93 at 30 continues. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.